Good morning. It is Monday, August 7th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Well, it has been a long time since we put out an episode of the Commuter Devotional. It seems about a year and a half since we've done this. And as many of you guys remember, the reason we took a break in the first place was because I wanted to finish my last year of seminary, and I'm done. Finished in May, enjoying the summer, and I was thinking, maybe it's time to get back to doing some episodes of the Commuter Devotional, and after talking about it with my wife and thinking about our family rhythm, we decided to jump back in and keep doing what we love to do. But there is going to be a little bit of a change this time around. Old episodes, I guess we'll call it season one, was Monday through Friday, but we're going to keep it just Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from here on going forward. I think that'll make it a little bit more sustainable, a little bit more reasonable on the family. And also, I think what we're going to do is we're going to do this in seasons from now on. So I'm a teacher. We'll just follow the school calendar basically from August to May. We'll do episodes. and I'll take a break for the summer. At least that's the plan. But we can worry about those things when they come up. As for right now, we're here to do a devotion. We're here to do what we've done so many times together and get back into the rhythm of starting our day out in God's word, engaging our God in scripture. This podcast has existed for a long time, like three years now, and the mission has never changed. I want to help you form a habit of spending time with our God in his word, in prayer, before the day begins. It's still my goal to get these podcasts out super early in the morning so that no matter how early you wake up, whether you're a nurse or you're on the other side of the world, as some of our audience is, you're ready to do what we love doing together. Our typical rhythm is that we do an entire book of the Bible together going verse by verse or at least you know phrase by phrase more or less and spending just a little bit of time in a little bit of scripture. Not biting off huge chunks as sometimes maybe pastors might do on a Sunday or you might do in a Bible study. This is a different mission. Before we took a break, best I could count, I think we had done 17 books of the Bible together and the last book we did was Hebrews. So we're going to go back to the Old Testament and we're going to start going through the book of Esther. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Esther chapter 1. Verses 1 through 4. Now, in the days of Ahasuerus, the Ahasuerus who reigned from India to Ethiopia, over 127 provinces, in those days, when King Ahasuerus sat on his royal throne in Susa, the citadel, in the third year of his reign, he gave a feast for all his officials and servants. The army of Persia and Medea and the nobles and the governors of the provinces were before him. While he showed the riches of his royal glory and the splendor and pomp of his greatness for many days, 180 days. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we come before you as people who want to hear from our God through his word. We're so grateful that you have given us the Bible. You have put your words down on paper for us to read. You've not left us alone. You've given us your spirit You've given us your word, and we ask for your help today as we look at your word and try to see what your story and your message to us through this book of Esther might be. God, it's been a long time since we've done this. I especially ask for your help as we dive back into this. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, as we typically do when we start a new book of the Bible, 
I like to do a little bit of context. We are jumping into the middle of a story. Even though we're beginning a new book of the Bible, there is an ongoing story in the Old Testament. And as far as where Esther fits in that story, it comes just about in the middle, maybe a little bit more towards the end. As of the time of our story, God's people, the nation of Israel, the Jews, have been scattered. And you can tell just by the few verses we read together today that their governing authority is not King David or Saul or any of the other good or bad kings of Israel. No, it's a Persian named Ahasuerus. Some of you guys in your translations of the Bible it might call him King Xerxes. This is a famous Persian king. And in the history of Israel, this is now the third nation to take them over. So first came Assyria, then Babylon, then the Persians. Pretty soon it'll be the Greeks, and by the time we get to the New Testament, it'll be the Romans. But in our story, we're coming near the middle to the end of the Old Testament. This is a time when God's people are in exile. They are not in Israel. They are scattered all over these multiple empires. After multiple prophets have come to both the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, they didn't listen, and now they've been conquered. And that is sort of our context as we come in, just a little taste of the chaos of the book of Esther. Now, many of you have probably read the book of Esther or at least familiar with the book of Esther. What we like to do is we like to come into it with a fresh slate, trying to see this book as if we don't know what's going to happen next. Many of you guys might know this one famous thing about the book of Esther, that the name of God, God the Almighty, Lord of hosts, the Son of Man, as we see in Daniel, the Creator God, Yahweh, Adonai, Elohim. None of these words are found in the book of Esther at all. There is no mention of God. And so some people scratch their heads and they say, well, why is this book included in canon at all? As we dive into this story, we'll see maybe God is not mentioned by name. But by noticing the circumstances and the flow of the story, it is hard to deny that there is an almighty God at work behind the scenes. So in our first four verses, we're introduced to the king of the Persian Empire, King Ahasuerus. We notice that his kingdom is from India to Ethiopia, over 127 provinces. He reigns in a royal city, in a citadel. And in only the third year of his reign, he's giving a feast for all his officials. My friends, I hope you understand this isn't some normal feast He's celebrating his own greatness. He wants to show off his riches to all of his governors and nobles and officials. And he is being generous. He's giving them the opportunity to come see his pomp and greatness. His party lasts for 180 days. So maybe you can't come this weekend, but maybe you can come to the next 30 or 40 weekends. This party cannot be missed. If you go back and listen to the old episodes of Daniel, this is something we saw a lot with the kings in the book of Daniel. I remember specifically Nebuchadnezzar standing on top of a mountaintop, looking out over his grand kingdom and saying, I am the king. This is my mighty nation. Who can stop me? And right then, God Almighty's hand moves and humbles King Nebuchadnezzar. Maybe your mind is already making connections to different Old Testament stories. Mine is. And as we dive into this book of Esther, we must notice that the author, whoever wrote this book, wants us to notice the king and his power and his pride. Let's make sure we notice that today. 
It has been our typical rhythm that on Mondays we pray for global missions. We acknowledge that no matter where in the world we listen to this podcast or where in the world we read God's word, we must be reminded that our God is a global God. His empire does not reach from India to Ethiopia as King Azazorus does, but it reaches across the globe. God is at work among the nations. So today, let's pray for the South Asians who have settled in Africa as a result of unrest in their home countries. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for the book of Esther, nestled in the middle of our Old Testaments. Lord, as we come to this book, many of us have uh, preconceived ideas and remember some of the details of the story. But Lord, help us to see it again. Help us to walk through it very, very slowly and notice every word. Help us to see what you are doing through human authors as you convey this story to us. Fathers, as it has been our pattern on Mondays, we like to pray for the globe. We pray for your mission across the world. Today we pray for the South Asians, people from India, people from Indonesia, and Myanmar, in Bangladesh, and all of these countries with so much political upheaval lately, and many of them settling in Africa to escape. Lord, we know that your church is extremely active in Africa. We pray that many of these Muslims, these immigrants from South Asia, come to know the gospel through the work of faithful missionaries there in Africa. Missionaries from the West, missionaries from the East, your church growing in Africa, we pray for these South Asians, for these Muslims, that they would come to know the true gospel, that they would come to know that Jesus is not just the Son of God, but He is God, and He is the Lord of all, that one day every knee will bow before Him, and every tongue confess that He is Lord. We pray for these salvations scattered across this continent. We pray for your church there to do what only your church can do. Be your hands and feet. Lord, won't you call your people out from the South Asians scattered across Africa. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Wednesday.